I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. The Self-Helpful Podcast is brought to you by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping life and leadership coaches. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining me as I talk with today's most important influencers, guides, and change makers to uncover what truly drives them and extract the big takeaway from their personal journey and their greatest wisdom. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and this is Self Helpful. In this episode, we continue our talk on a man's place, and I titled the show, Are We Having Fun Yet? How to Enjoy Life and Not Merely Survive It. My catalyst, again, is Connor Beaton. He is the founder of Man Talks, an international organization focused on men's wellness, success, and fulfillment. He's author of Men's Work, a practical guide to face your darkness, end self-sabotage, and find freedom. And he's host of the Man Talks podcast. Right now, though, I'm with Dr. Randy James. Randy is truly my best friend. We've walked through life together for a good decade and a half. And we start off discussing What's the point as men, you could say as people, but obviously we're coming at it from a man's standpoint. What's the point? When do we leave childhood and school and say, okay, I'm done having any fun and enjoying and experiencing this life and growing and, and really having adventures. Now I'll just be responsible and devote the rest of my days to the grind of life. I mean, it sounds a little exaggerated, uh, fair enough, but are we living lives that our kids or young people would be inspired to go pursue, to grow towards? I mean, no wonder kids are leaving home uh, very late these days. Uh, what's, what's the motivation for them? I mean, the point isn't just to have fun necessarily, but I'd argue that pursuing great purpose and fulfillment eclipses mere fun. I mean, should we truly enjoy our lives though? Is that important? Solomon in the Bible said, and I'll paraphrase, I tried it all, all variations of life, and it's all vanity. Ultimately, nothing is better for a man, a human, than that he or they should eat and drink and that his soul should enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw was from the hand of God. So Randy and I have a really candid talk about work and family and responsibility and finding true joy and tending to our hearts and souls as men and just enjoying life. This message is, I feel, relevant for all. Well, Randy, I wanted you doing this. You are, you're my best friend. I mean, we've been doing life together for a long time and sharing offices and I think the a gift too is that we literally did business together. So we've done business partnership together, which that gets that we've said before, you know, if, if it was a little romance, man, we got a marriage <laughs> happening here. And so I wanted you here to do this and talk about uh, men because we've walked through so much together. I mean, this, just this morning, we're with uh, our buddy Todd. Uh, one of the guys couldn't make it and doing our Friday morning gathering, talking about the real stuff. That is rare. That's what Connor talked about a lot. And you know, my, after going through his book and his message, it did bring me back to going in general. I mean, we, as guys, if we get together to look around each other, go, are we having fun? Are, hmm. Is this not that that's maybe that's a bad word. How would you say it? But are we enjoying life? Right. Or is this all there is? Or, or even driving some of the kids on the way to school this morning. Why are you going to school? What? Why are, uh, I'm, I'm with you like in the middle of the 
potential drudgery of the day to day. And it, I would say, well, what do you mean by fun? What does uh, it's fair? That's <laughs> why I, ju- I stopped that fun. Maybe fun is not, but are, are we, are we having joy? Gosh. And I mean, to get spiritual, it's one of my, my favorite ways of playing the mind game around that. So you, if we're made in the image of God, you know, to whatever level people here in that, uh, here in this believe that, but as a father, so I'm, we have kids, you have kids, I have kids. Would you look at your kid and say, you know what, today I want, I want you just to do chores all day today. I don't care if you have no joy in the day, just mm. get stuff done that needs to be done. Go to sleep, wake up and do it again. Hmm. Never, 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 not even when we do wind up with, Hey, <laughs> you get this thing done. There's a moment like that. I would never couch it in the tone or the way of saying, you know what? Sometimes you just got to produce. So let's, let's wake up. Don't have any sense of bigger picture, bigger purpose, bigger, whatever could. So I would go back to around to you to say, could that be fun? If, or I'm, I'm going to maintain that it could be fun to do my chores. If, there's a potential sense of the reason for the chores. Uh, and then, so in that sense, I might look at a son and say, okay, in, in the bigger scheme of things, you want to be becoming the kind of guy that maybe you go to college, maybe not, but uh, a scholarship will help you. Can you please write the essay? So that's going on right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's right now there's, there's, there's a website you have to click open and you have to click in the box and you have to actually type some words in that box that are going to mean something. And he would see it as a chore and certainly not fun, but would I? So you as his father though, regardless of the thing, what do you hope to see in his spirit? Mm. Gosh, I hope that in this 17-year-old spirit, there is, you know, gosh, Kevin, I, you know, is there, I, I, I clean the toilet every week. Not once have I ever, ever, ever thought of the spirit of cleaning the toilet. So grateful I get to clean the toilet. <laughs> right. Which you could. I could. A, that third world problem to, to do, you know. Yeah, I, I'm glad to have a toilet. People would be thrilled to have a toilet. <laughs> yeah, they would all. love to clean it. Or to have a toilet in a, I mean, you've got a, you got a nice house. Yeah. And just a, and a, cleaning any part of the nice house is fun. never fun. So we're back to, to, well. So, well, let me get, so on your kid though, do you, I mean, right, my kid, I want to see joy. I, I, I want for them joy. I want fulfillment. I want peace. And if I see my kid with a scowl all day long or tears or banging their head against the wall. I mean, there, and there's some people who have ki- kids, you know, who are literally cutting themselves with, mm. you know, cutting. You, mm. you, you're a doc, you know that. I mean, and, and we would be grieved to mm-hmm. death. So if I think about this, and I didn't really mean to go on a spiritual nature, but I'm just trying to make a pl- make a, a, a perspective, point of a perspective, regardless of what you think about, you know, God or spirituality. But in me believing in a heavenly father caring a guy loving father does he it whatever you think you know want to look down and see me with a constant scowl in tears cutting myself or getting drunk every night or you know medicating and just not having fun at all think how does that fit what kind of doctrine is that i think we would look at that and go well no that can't make sense I making the case that it doesn't seem to make sense. So here we are as guys and as Connor's talking through his book and about the problem with guys, it makes you step back and go, yeah, what are we doing now? Not to make it all about just fun and, and fancy free, but are we just a mule period? Is that the point? You you have some fun as a kid, you get to have recess, you get to draw, you get to do some fun things there. You get to go to school, maybe you enjoy that. You went to college and pursued some things that you were interested in and played Frisbee when you weren't doing that and went on traveling stuff and had fun. And at some point go, okay, fun's over, dude. That's, that's that portion of life. You got to actually have some fun. Now that's done. Yeah. Now get to work. you're an indentured servant to the planet. Be an adult. Be an adult. And just go and, and grudgingly go, I, I just, how do we make a case for that? And yet that is so much of what we have bought into. And I feel like what Connor's saying 
from a man's standpoint, this is a men's focus. So we're going to, I'm not going to be ashamed of, of talking to that space of going, and that's what you do. You're a tool. Like we joked about this morning, you're just, you're just a tool to get things done. And if you want to have some fun, you know, if you can squeak in an hour at the end of the day and watch some sports and have a beer, you know, and that's nice for you. Good, good for you. But otherwise, man, you just, you, you just get stuff done. Do you feel like there's like, do you feel like you've ever been in kind of that far extreme place in your own life? Of just being a tool? Of being a tool. Yeah. I think I... Like when? Man, that's part of my story of, uh, I don't know how many years ago. It's probably around when I told you finally, dude, I'm wigging out. Prescribe me something, <laughs> which happened. So yeah. once in my life, I've been on a, what was it? Like a Zoloft type yeah, thing? Zoloft. Yeah, Zoloft. Yeah. It didn't help much, but the point, what did help is me coming to that point of going, of realizing I'm, I'm wigging out yeah. and something's got to change. And it was there of, feel, of, of feeding my own self image of thinking I got to be Superman. I'm God. I got to fix everything. I got to do everything. There's no limits. I've got to be a hundred percent capable. That's who I am. And, and I realized I'm just, this is not fun. I'm bitter. I'm doing it with a bitter heart. Huh. That's also when you worked with me. That was the biggest problem. Huh? It was working <laughs> with you. <laughs> well, it, and even there, I mean, there was fulfillment in what we were doing. I mean, fulfillment in work, fulfillment in kids. There wasn't a lack of that, but it was, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't know if we should name names. Well, it's not like it's a, a friend of ours, a couple friends of ours that used to invite me to things. Yeah. Yeah. Go to go do Just this. Just go do a thing. And you would always say, say oh, no. Gosh, man, I don't you guys ever work? Like. Okay. And then I see, yeah. and then I literally saw their pictures back when I would pay attention to some social media. I don't know where it were, maybe on Facebook or them having fun with their families and the kids laughing and they're out on the lake or something. And I thought, yeah, I don't, I don't play anymore. Mm. I don't, I, again, yeah, I'm, I'm cautious like you of play and fun, but to some degree, kind of like what we talk about, would, would our heavenly, heavenly father have us be out here and go, yeah, I made all these mountains. I know it speaks to your soul, but you don't have time for that. Right, we right, stay yeah. in the walls, close the curtains and Randy to take care of the next patient. Right. How does that make sense? What, it and did. what is it there for? It's and it, it, the doctrine doesn't line up. I, I was just going to say, I honestly don't, I mean, we can talk about what we perceived our, our theology or doctrine as when we were, you know, 16, 26, 36 young men, um, and going through those early years, you know, our memory is fuzzy about that, but in the last 20 years, I feel, I guess, blessed maybe to say that the, the doctrine of work has shifted that in, and I don't know, maybe I'm a, I'm a testimony to what he wrote in the book about as to become, and that's where I would tell the story today of saying, gosh, I get, I really, really have worked hard to feel like I get to work. Okay. I, I, I get to be a father. There's, we talked about it this morning. I, I get to sit in the stands and hear my son's names called one right after the other on the, on the starting lineup. And there's, there's a moment of, is that fun? I, I would call that a kind of fun a kind of specialness, a kind of, of something. And, and I get to most days wrap up a patient hour and almost walk out and, and say, Oh, that was kind of fun. That, and, I mean, that's so you're, okay, you're taking it a direction. Uh, we're going to play with both sides of fun then because you're taking it or bringing it into the tasks. So there are tasks to do. Can we have fun in that? Can we have gratitude in that? Now, you know, we go along down the road and we won't do it now, but on work, finding work that is truly fulfilling. You have work that you wake up curious. I, I, we're we're going to do a series on curiosity soon. Maybe I'll have you yeah. do that with me too. That what a gift you found something that you were innately curious about. 
the human condition yeah. in essence. Yeah. Well, I guess I'd say that for both of us. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. If you get up and you're reading books and looking at things to literally help somebody with their physical and, and mental health. Well, I guess I am too. We're just doing it a different <laughs> way. Well, no, it's, it is. We are looking at, and, and that word aspect or perspective, I'm looking at it through this perspective. You're looking at it through that perspective. The, the it being the problem, not even a problem, just the, the human condition, mm-hmm. the human story, the human reality, the human. And we're back to the, you know, uber first principles of why did God create us and what is this all about? We're curious and in a sense, we're having fun right now. That's, that's true. Okay. That's true. So you're bringing in amongst the chores and the duties and the roles, responsibilities you're bringing in. Can we have fun? Can we have gratitude in that? I think we can and we should. Now, some people are out there in a job for survival right. and yeah. man, it's hard to do that yeah. in there. Okay. Well, Cause what I'm doing also is looking over here because we also have fun literally. And it's a Sunday and you're saying, let's go out and play Frisbee and, yeah. or you're going skiing or, a week ago, two weeks ago, you and I went and had dinner with, I don't know, eight guys, eight or nine guys uh, in a mountain town, had dinner and wine and had fun and went back and talked and uh, went to sleep and got up at. Well, that was, we also went out and stared at the sky. That was the oh, best the vision, right. my best vision of the Milky Way, four or five shooting stars. Well, we should tell a story. So we, we literally went with this group of guys. Uh, it's kind of, I call it our adventure group of guys. And this is, if anybody's been to Breckenridge, uh, you may drive over, depending on which direction you're coming from, Hoosier Pass. So this guy has a cabin literally on 11, top of 11,500 feet. So we yeah. walked up. I don't know if we were above treeline. I don't think we were quite above treeline. Right at treeline. Right at treeline. Yeah. And looked at the Milky Way and shooting stars. It was, it was the end of that. What was it called? Pleiades the, or something meteor shower. shower. Yeah. That was awesome. And was then special. The, and the was... next morning went and hiked four 14ers, which is the 14,000 foot peaks. We, we had fun. And I, on that aspect, as a, a, along with, can I have joy, gratitude, fulfillment in the chores, in the cleaning the toilet or mm-hmm. doing the work? Can I also literally go play, mm-hmm. literally go have fun? Cause I, I'm at that point of just like with my kids, at some point I want them to go, guys, there's a big world out there. Go have fun. Go play. Ride your bikes. Go climb a tree. Yeah. Go go do whatever that would. I is that not relevant for me? Is this, is there a time when we should not do that anymore? I want to I want to be 90 years old no. and whistling through the woods and having joy and, and play and fun. In fact, uh, so uh, medically speaking and looking at it through my lens, and in fact, just this morning. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. I live high up in the Rocky Mountains where the air is clean and fresh as possible, but then I step indoors and I'm breathing in untold amounts of toxins and allergens from paint and carpet and cleaning chemicals and pets and furniture and appliances and mold and so on. Studies show the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air anywhere you are. And in some places it's a hundred times worse than that. Well, the solution is to get an air purifier and air doctor is just the best out there. It filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen and pet dander and dust mites and mold and even bacteria and viruses so your lungs don't have to try to do that. 
Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com. You can use the promo code Kevin. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get the special deal, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin. Friends, I'm pretty candid about my lack of financial prowess. Money and numbers are fairly Greek to me, so I need a lot of guidance. One of my closest friends is a wildly successful wealth manager, and I'm working on some financial literacy and just continually seeking guidance. So I ask you to check out yahoofinance.com. Nobody knows it all on Yahoo Finance is an incredible resource for the rookies like me or the seasoned investors. You know, before my dad passed away recently, Dave Ramsey and his wife, Sharon, flew down to visit. We all got to spend a day together. And I was at yahoofinance.com just now. I saw multiple news flashes from Dave and other people that you respect. And they were hitting so many of the hottest areas in finance today. So it's a place to get a snapshot of all aspects of your financial interests. And if you have them, your portfolios. I hadn't realized Yahoo Finance is the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. So for your comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. One more time. YahooFinance.com. Trying to write down these thoughts and, and really hone in your thoughts. And, and there's this theme of the re words um, uh, uh, re store, renew, recuperate. And mm. what we, a lot of what we do in, in sleep and maybe in Sabbath or sabbatical. And so I'm coming to the word I just want, maybe I just said it, but we recreate when we do recreation. Mm. Recreation, the word itself comes from. Recreate. Recreate what? Well, recreate fun, game, play like a kid, like you were a kid. Recreation is in fact a part of creating a weller self. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that ought to be part of our job. If we're, if, if my job, one of my jobs is to produce Randy James age next year, 56. And so right now I'm producing that guy. And if I have no ingredient in there of recreation, then I think I'll be less of who I could have been. Mm-hmm. So my my work in in creating a man of fifty six who's got teenage kids and a job and this and that and the other and whatever that if recreation is not an ingredient a spice in there then I'm less well than than I could have would have been which is a uh, uh, I was gonna say it's an, almost an intoxicating idea like. Okay, like I get not only I get to but I'm. And I would say the doctrine is I'm kind of commanded to mm-hmm. put the spice of my life in there that I think is spicy, sweet, salty, whatever, mm-hmm. and and fun and life-giving and building. And and I'm one of the fortunate ones that gets to have a little bit of that over here in work sometimes. And, and even to have teenagers that it's kind of in there sometimes too, and it's not all burden or 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 bad or those kind of things that it's not all drudgery. And I, I wouldn't, I, I think you and I are both filled with gratitude at that, but we would also look back and say, we've worked intentionally thought about leaning into it a lot over the years. And part of what we even worked on together was, gosh, how can we create a system inviting people into this? Not only for, less healthcare cost or a better blood pressure, cholesterol, whatever, but because life then is better, truer, maybe, and aiming at a true life. And uh, so that's, that's where my mind goes. Okay. So you've got me thinking back on the, 
Ziggler Wheel of Life, which is in essence what I've. Does that have, that has fun, recreation? It has person. Well, I'm going to talk. That's my point. <laughs> okay, that's okay. my point. So you, know, you go along, you got spiritual and relationships and health and wellness and money and uh, career and in these spokes in there. And then you have the personal spoke. So I go through this with every guest. You know, I think we have at some point did that for you, with you long ago. And the personal one is that's what I'm asking. What do you do just for you? What is that that inspires you? Which and I, and then I've been cashing it in a in essence in a non, I'm asking from a non productive standpoint mm-hmm. because you could say what do I do for you I what what do you do for you I you, brush my teeth I... well yeah well and you, you could say gosh I get great fulfillment out of my work okay I know I know but I'm coming over here and it's interesting for some reason when you were talking I I saw a a western recently I can't I can't pull it up. But it had a Native American tribe. So they're out here and, you know, by a hillside and they've got their teepees up and they've hunted and they've warred or they whatever. And then it showed a bunch of them, grownups and everything. And they were playing some, like they had some sticks on a ball or something like that. And they're doing that. I think, where, when did we get away with that? It seems like that was just, these are natives. It was kind of a bright proxy thing that, of course, you play a little bit. And I'm thinking about my kids taking them through the Ziegler wheel of life as they're going after work and school and whatever and say, man, this personal spot, you're not supposed to get rid of that. That per- mm-hmm. What is it that you in, enjoy mm-hmm. doing and playing at that, that you're not ever, you don't ever need to get rid of that. That you, like you said, you need to do that. That's part of your require. As you say, requirement, uh, you said something yeah. like that. duty command. How about, what about this question that again, through my lens on the medical side, I'll ask people, okay, we just talked about, a feedback loop over the past few weeks about your nutrition or your exercise or name it. How did you brush your teeth? Did you do these body care oriented things, which largely, you know, simplistically might be encompassed by a, you know, how was your nutrition? How was your sleep? How was your exercise? And the, the fourth one there, you know, have you taken care of business work? Mm -hmm. But then I'll say, well, okay, how did you take care of your soul outside of nutrition, exercise, sleep, and work? You can't say, oh, I took my vitamins. You, how did okay. you intentionally, conscientiously feed your mind, body, soul, spirit without those things? And most people will just stare at me and go, Phew. Well, and my fear was the, the propensity to come back with some I'm, I'm poking at it, but some righteous thing. Well, I did my, Uh, I did my journal and I meditated and I went, well, I'm trying to meditate too. That's not fun. Not for me. Maybe for somebody (laughs) it is. I don't know. You're going to say fasting or something like that. That's not fun. I don't, it's not fun for, for me and looking at, okay. So what you got me thinking of too, we, you know, we have work. So we could again, spend the whole time talking about trying to find joy, fulfillment, peace, uh, purpose in our work. I mean, that's, that's huge. You talked about being fortunate. I would wish everybody would be that. I would like to make the case that God would want everybody to be that fortunate to find work that they, you know, find joy in. Okay. But anyways, but the duties, I'm still going to set those off the duties, the roles, the, the things that we, you know, need to get done as, you know, in this, as men, as people, we all have those. Okay. Over here, no, I'm enamored with you talking about recreation to recreate. I may bring that in to that, to this personal thing of what do you do for recreation? I, yeah, that's a great word for, that I should be using in that could be using in that to recreate yourself, to inspire yourself, to fill yourself. Cause what I feel like is we have hijacked that or substituted that with entertainment. I was Kevin, I was just going to really? say. If you ask your kids that, they'll say, can I go play my video? My kids will say, what I'd really like to do is play video games. And now you and I are going to parse this word out. Is that recreation or is that entertainment? Or watch TV or something Our kids would argue and say, well, how is it different? Yeah. And and me too. Even I told, I or asked, told my wife the other day saying, okay, gosh, it is now... I perceive going out and playing with my kids. I'm ashamed to say this. I perceive that sometimes as work. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And we're bouncing on the trampoline playing Gaga ball. And I'm like, oh my Uh, gosh, okay. 
20 more minutes. We're going to do this for 20 more minutes. I'm gonna, and which and, is the great thing about getting older kids that can go ski with you or something. Fun, yeah, yeah. That we do enjoy. But that. even then it's still the different. work of that's, skiing that's is true. like, Oh my gosh, that's this, the, way true. the schlep of my body, my mind, my soul, and my ski gear to the mountain to do all that. And when we talk about surfing, right? Like surfing is like five hours of work for 42 <laughs> seconds of, of fun. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if you're new at it. Like, and, yeah, totally. It's, totally. And, and it's, it's mysterious where somebody the other day said, Oh my gosh, I had such a great, like John who's out hunting right now. And he's like, and he'll come back and say, Oh, I froze my tail off. I starved to death and I didn't even get an elk and it was so much fun. And we're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah. But can you imagine bringing a 10 year old out there to do that? No, no. Oh, but so come back then. Cause you were tracking right with me on recreate, recreate. Uh, as not as opposed to, cause I like entertainment. I mean, yeah, I love yeah, it. What, I, it what, is tonight's fun. Friday. It's Friday night. I'm hoping I'm already anticipating a wine or two <laughs> and a show. Nice meal. And and, that. So, uh, so that too, but I'm afraid that that's taken place of recreation. We spectate. I don't want to diss anybody. You love no, sports. You guys spectate that, that, sports a yeah. lot, but when do we participate? Well, can I, okay. through on the Friday night, there's a theme okay. there because I think this will hit a lot of people too. I, I say this every day. Okay. To, to patient Kevin, I, I get it. Friday night comes along. You've had a really hard week. You've been working hard, whatever. And you're looking forward to a great movie, great meal, great bowl of ice cream, great bottle of wine. That would be great. But Kevin, that is another reward. That is relief. relief. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. Relief. Exactly. It's not restoration or renewal or renewal or recreation. Gosh, I'm thinking about all the uh, recalibrate, re recuperate. Yeah, uh, there's, there's so many of it. It doesn't build resilience. So God bless relief. Tonight's Friday. God bless and relief. Tonight, Sometimes we're not, we not going to finish. I'm not going to go home and recreate probably. I'm going to get some relief. Tomorrow, Saturday. Can I tell you what I'm doing? Yeah. I think I told you this morning. For the first time, this will be our very first time to leave oh, you did. all three yeah, right. kids alone by right, themselves. Right. And we're going to Frisco. Yeah, and well, just do whatever. You and your wife yep. are going to, just the two of you, you're going to go and recreate and relax and renew. That's, that is, that is the point. Less about line up a list of things to do and see and whatever, and just follow our noses and do those things. Yeah. Yeah. And that, in fact, even, even now I want to tell her, you know, Hey, let's have this mindset of recreate, renew relationship. I, I, I want to hit on this on a different angle. You as a doc, mm. I want to hit your role as a doc that, well, as a friend, you are a better friend. I mean, this, I, this sounds like I'm, I'm got folks got to believe me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not just trying to make the point. It's just literal. You are a better friend to me when you go skiing. You are a better friend to me when you go away and, and, and play soccer, you know, you, you, right. you with a league or, or whatever, right. you are a better friend to me. You are not as good a friend to me when you have been putting in 12 hour days, right? You're a better friend to me today. Gosh, we'll be literal. You're a better friend to me today than you used to be back when you were scurrying from one patient from one room to the next. Boom, the boom, running. boom, 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 right. boom. You were not, you weren't available. You didn't have as much joy in you. So I selfishly want you to go do the <laughs> things that fill you that's right. makes you a better. And I would want you as a doc, if I have a brain surgeon, I'd rather have one that just got back from the, uh, you know, right. the, the, he's the, rested, France renewed and, and sharp and excited about life than the one who, eager to come back to brain surgery. Yeah. Eager to come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As a, well, gosh, um, uh, I should pull his book out. Dr. Lee Warren. He's a neurosurgeon. We've had him on the show twice. We just had him on, uh, uh, recently. And he lives now in Nebraska on 300 acres with the Platte River running through. That's what he goes home to. And I see the pictures of his dogs and, and he texts me about these great things. He did. That's the dude I want then sitting down to work on my brain. Yeah. Not the guy who yeah. hasn't had any sleep, who's in drudgery, doing it, turning it right. out, waiting turning to retire. Out. Who's world famous, who has the biggest job, who all of those things. Yeah. Uh, just yesterday, two things. Patient yesterday, whose parent had glioblastoma, I referred his book to oh sweet to her. And and secondly, just this morning, so our friend John is 
so he texted me from the trailhead. He arrived early this morning and said, Hey, just want to thank you. It's great to work with you that it creates this opportunity that I get to go bow hunting. Yeah. And I said, it just so happens. I just thought of you as I got, you know, to work and, and we joke all the time about the success or not success of, 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 of harvesting an elk. And I said, you know, the prayer for you is not the elk. My prayer for you is, and I texted it to him, your joy, your peace, your contentment in the mountains, mm-hmm. you know, elk meat or not, so that when you return, you are a better John than you would have been to the glory of God, to the, to, to the embetterment of the kingdom of God and to the betterment of your life medicine, like him hunting. So he was thinking, thanking me for this job. Yeah. And I'm like the, the synergism there and 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 almost the mystery of the the uh, economy of of both humans. You could say it negatively, like I selfishly want him to do this so that I, he's a better worker. Okay, and, uh, okay. but that's I, not what I, I, I mean. I got an analogy. Okay, I got I got to go. In. So you, we talk about where you you're wearing a is it a Garmin? A Garmin. Yeah. So we're both wearing Garmin. Where you're also wearing an Aura ring to mm-hmm. track your sleep. So these wearable devices. So we wake up in the morning. And, uh, we can look and see how we slept literally a sleep score. Not what well, shows you how, how long, but it's your, your sleep score was, you know, 89%. Ah, pretty good. Your body battery is, you know, 85 or 45 or, mm-hmm. or what, what's the lowest you've ever woken up uh, somewhere in the fifties. Okay. I, I told, I told you before our hike. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 33. Hook yeah. up let's, with the 30. Let's go hike a 14 or the night, the, night we, the day that we had, uh, yeah. Anyways. Okay. So you are working with me as a patient. So as a functional, as a medical doctor and functional medicine, you're working with me as a patient to, in essence, get my biomarkers up right. from my cholesterol to my, uh, you know, to all your blood pressure to blood your blood, sleep score. Thank you to my sleep score. You're trying to, that's your job. Okay. How interesting would it be for me to come in? Let's talk about Lee Warren, Dr. Lee Warren, brain surgeon. And he walks through the door to do my brain surgery. We say, wait, let's check his stats. Yeah. I would pick on him for that. And the dude woke up at a 33 and his cholesterol's through the roof and he's going to do brain surgery. on right. I, Let's put him back in, get me a different hey, one. Dude, and go take a nap. <laughs> can you imagine getting up with your, your, your spouse or let's, let's say our kids, you come into your, to your kid's room to have him do the chores. Hey dad, did you, what's your scores today? Uh, yeah, they're not that good. Don't, don't talk to them. Go, go take care of yourself. You know, or, or literally, hey, did you renew yourself, dad? Hmm. Have you renewed yourself? Have you recreated? Have you do that hmm. before? And I, I, this is again, bringing it back to how, how did this get to be a luxury? Well, can I, can I throw in a layer of yeah. theology in there Please. that, uh, I, I think we talked about this, Kevin, that, and you mentioned doctrine that somehow, and so I'm going to, I would say it out there, like, even in a, even in a non-Christian perspective, if people just understand the history of America, there's this idea called the Puritan work ethic, right? Like we have this idea of, which is kind of like where you started, which today means just you get your job done first. The Puritan work ethic means you sacrifice fun time over here, not self-care, but you get your job done first. Like, and back then it was take care of the farm, right? Like, okay, that was a hundred years ago and it's evolved to where we are today. But, you're right. The doctrine doesn't line up because I think when you go back to first principles of how God designed us, and if we go to the story in Genesis, the, the, the rhythm and the flow, the first thing that Adam did in his relationship with God was not name a few thousand animals. He was, he was built by God. And then the rhythm of the text says, and there was evening and morning the first day. So I, my proposal in this theological uh, musing is the very first thing Adam did was rest, hmm. was hang around the campfire with God. I was going to say commune. Commune with God and sleep. He Sabbathed first and then out of his restoration and rebuilding and recreation and renewal, he then produced Mm-hmm. whatever he produced, name the animals and go, you know, whatever, farm the farm. And, and just from day one, I think then, you know, here we are with, uh, in a, in a fallen world, sinful construct where our first thing is, is even our, our first child, you know, one of the first words they learn is me or, or something like that. And it is self-oriented. I want to do, let me do it. 
And it begins. Mm -hmm. And we're so proud of them when they can feed themselves and these other kind of things. And we start the Puritan work ethic of idolizing performance and grades and you get an A and you, you're, you run faster, jump higher, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then we don't, or it's so hard for us to teach. And, and then in my own, you know, construct of what Sabbath meant was you have to go to church mm-hmm. and then you have to come home and you keep your church clothes on until after lunch. And then dad tells you to be quiet because he watches football and falls asleep on the couch. And, and that's what Sabbath means. And of course, that's not what it means at all. It's with, you know, and then I've heard some people say, yeah, God rested because he was tired. And I would think, I think he, he delighted in what he had done and he communed with the creation, not because he was tired, but because the delight is a part of this restoration and recreation or that word delight. When yeah. was the last time you delighted in something? And you and I, we get to delight we, pretty often we do. in a mountain bike or in sitting on the deck or our view of the mountains. And thank God. We, we, we talked about some of this this morning over at the park, you, you and Todd and I, about the concept of literally Jesus, the character of Jesus in the Bible and the verse, I don't know if you remember where it is, where he he kind of was like with the disciples. I'm going to paraphrase it going, okay, okay, okay. We got to get away. What are the? F- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought oh. you were going to the four pillars. Yeah, we oh, got to get away. We got to get away. The crowd is pressing in. Yep. We've and been Jesus, preaching okay, and we're healing. We're going to go over there. And, yep. and go over there. And that in today's construct, we said, no, you got limited time. There's a whole yeah, right. Dude, there's there's 300 people here in line. They've yeah. waited all day, Jesus. We we can't zoom them. We can't fly you somewhere. We got we got to get to walking and we can't scale and dealing. Jesus. And and he's going no. We got to get away. And then you know we've got the other verses where he's accused of being a, a wine bibber, which by, he was at a meal that we would say. I mean by the the, the context of it, well, a lavish meal with wine. Wine is not a necessity. So right. he's enjoying a non-necessary. So maybe he had somebody wasted, nice, wasted perfume yeah. on him. Yeah. And he had a nice blackened goat steak and uh, he's enjoying life. You think, well, how do you have time for that? You got to yeah. save the world. Yeah. And here, and I, I, when I, cause when I say that, I think, and who, and so who, so I'm, I'm more important than Jesus, uh, yeah. Kevin Miller. I don't have time. To have a, a nice meal to to go away. Did he ever kick the ball around or whatever they had back then, the goat sack uh, <laughs> or, or something, and laugh? It's like the, I wish we could see it. Uh, yeah, I've got it on top of my to. shelf, and it's it's uh, I can't remember the artist's name, but it's called "Laughing Jesus with Wine," and he's just got his head back and he's laughing, and that's not the sullen sad, weak looking Jesus. Yeah. But my dad calls it laughing Jesus with coffee. That's fair. That's (laughs) fair. The artist calls it wine, but it actually looks more like a coffee mug (laughs) either way. Where did we come up? Yeah. Okay. What is the only command that begins with a different word? In the the Exodus list of 10 commandments and it, you know, English wise, it would be thou shalt not or whatever, but there's one command that begins differently. Uh, And even the uh, thou shalt, uh, King James, love the Lord thy God, uh, uh, is the word remember. Remember the Sabbath. And now let me take you back to the rewords. If you, yeah. if you, cause I, I have fun with etymology, Kevin. It, uh, <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, so good. remember is a reword. Hmm. So if you lost a member of your body, was, that's, yeah. you to remember your arm would be to put your arm back on there. And there, and medically speaking, there are people who they get bonked on the head and they'll forget they have the left arm and it just hangs and they'll go, Oh, and they can intentionally move it. But if they, like you and I talk like this or whatever, because our brain remembers our left arm. But if it gets lost, even though I can intentionally move the thing. And so they'll have a, they literally forget they have a left arm. Well, okay. Or if it gets chopped off, you can remember it. And that would mean put it back together. Well, in the brain, if you don't sleep, you won't remember anything. The actual physiology of sleep being and, and, and the weird dreams or whatever. And that's your brain kind of saying, Hey, let's try this thought this way. And it's like, that one didn't work. Let's 
forget that one. And then you wake up the next morning and then you can remember what you can remember. But if you, and everybody knows, if you lose a night or two or three of sleep, you are ineffective at nearly almost anything. Mm -hmm. And on night four or five, you're crazy. And six or seven, you're dead. Like just sleep. Well, what is sleep? It is a, and, and, and what is remembering the Sabbath? It is what you started off saying is, Kevin, you're not all that. You cannot take the world on your shoulders. You cannot be perfect, Dad. You cannot be whatever. So God doesn't say, "Hey, I'm going to put another command on Buckle you." Down. Yeah, not a yeah, not a. Hey, get some rest so that you can work really hard next week. It is rem- remind, remind yourself. Another word is recognize. Recognize means rethink it, cognate, yeah, recognize. Hmm. Come, just just hang out with me. Come walk in the woods with me. Sure, maybe it's church. Sure, maybe it's journal. Sure, maybe it's whatever. But it's also mountain biking. It's also jumping on the trampoline. It's also maybe a little bit of discipline of remember that verse. Let's just think with it together. It's it's all you, of these things. Okay, you have me thinking about this because right now you've been working on an essay and doing stuff. But let's say you've been, you know, we talked about writing books and stuff. Uh, knowing you, if you said you're going to write a book, and you're trying to slog it out, get up early in the morning, slog out the book or whatever. And let's say you're, man, I'm just having problems. I'm struggling with the you know, f- format, or whatever. Instead of me saying, well, dude, we you need to wake up earlier. We need to shut everything out. So you just focus. And again, that buckle down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a place for that. But in my analogy here of if you were trying to write a book, I would be more prone to go, how can we get you away? Yeah. Let's get you away into a cabin on a mountain where you can ski, not have any interruptions, not have any duties. Don't buckle down. Do the opposite. Unbuckle, (laughs) unbuckle, literally unbuckle for, for a few days. I, I guarantee, because I've known, I've seen this. I know that you would remember the essence of what you want to do and why, and you would come back and And we wouldn't really need to do, there's no buckling down needed. I would recreate. Yeah. The thoughts, yes. the process. I would recognize, remind, uh, and renew my mind in, 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 in a fashion over here that is going to dramatically increase the chances of, of doing the project. Yeah. Uh, and, and you and I would also say, holy cow, uh, husband out there, man out there that is, you're, you're, whatever the words are, you're on Friday night, you're at your wits end, those kind of things. Unbuckle, which does not mean hook your brain up to the TV. Yeah. Can you get a way to XYZ in a very, the variations on that theme are infinite where you Sabbath sabbatical with God, with even nature, whole lot of medical studies we could point to there mm-hmm. that just being in nature does something in the mind along this pathway. I, I, I want to hit, let's go ahead and hit on that because we do tend to talk almost exclusively about physical endeavors in hmm. this light because that's our economy. What? I, one of the things I, I would like to say is I really do have fun, um, reading, Yeah, you know, and, and so in, in the non-physical that you have not even yet seen my, where my desk is and the new window. And yeah, I, I did, up. I did. It was just being finished. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fun, but it's not physical. Is that where you were yeah, going? Kind of that, or or somebody has you know gardening. Well, that's kind of physical or art. Okay. Or, Games. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, that it could be something. Hobbies. Yeah, I want to include those, and yet I also do want to say I think there's something to the physical aspect. The the the, and I don't know if that's fair to say just for men. Maybe it's just for everybody. There is something that at least for men, I can speak to that because I am one. So I can't Mm -hmm. speak to the others, but there is, I think there's a reason that we tend towards those things where you and I, especially in a communal standpoint, we're not going to sit together together. and even if we're going to do art, I just, I don't know. Um, And and a lot of times we're not, you and I have never sat there and read a book together. No, we have, I guess we could try that. (laughs) That'd be new. Um, but we do, there is something, I mean, you should know that, I mean, maybe from a medical standpoint, the kinetic aspect to go out and 
do and to fish together, hike together, to be on the the uh, river together. Uh-huh. For one, maybe maybe it's just it's the one of the best ways to have shared context. Okay, so we could we well, we could theoretically have that though if you and I went to a we've done that before. We went to uh uh who's the ski guy Herman Miller or something like that. Yeah, it uh, does the, the ski videos. Films. Uh-huh. And we went down and we saw uh his film and they had a you know kind of a, a convention thing set up and we had an experience together. We, pro- we, pro- we went out to eat and had wine. Yeah. So we had context together. That's even that. It wasn't out on a mountain, but it was going out and doing something that wasn't just spectating. We yeah. went to we've gone to different seminars together. Um, so it is that it just feels like one of the best ways to have shared context and to break down the walls is a literal physical endeavor, whether yeah. it's sports or you know, hunting, fishing, climbing, skiing, whatever. There is something unique about that. Uh, John and I working on downstairs construction, stuff. construction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if you building something, I was going to say something. Yeah. V, if yeah. you were kind of selfish in that you didn't invite me to help you build your treehouse, that, that's fair. Or building a treehouse with your kids—that kind of togetherness there was work, but fun. It, it, it's actually the best thing about it was building it because after I did it, they don't spend a whole lot of time. <laughs> I was <gonna> say, yeah, <laughs> well, my youngest one does, but the ones who built it, they were. It was just like a big out. Lego set. Yeah, you're like guys, it's, we built it. You're supposed to go play with that thing. Now we're done. Now it's now it's built. But there is something. I mean, if we're talking about about men. Now, somebody's going to hear this and physicality has never been a part of their lives. And not, so I'm not, so do you need to go try that? Maybe no, you no, could, but, uh, but you could, there's a other chess things. club. Sure. A, sure. Or even a book club. You yeah. might read separately, but you come together and talk about things. There's. Okay. Let's talk about the reality of, I think most people will hear this. Most guys will hear this and it will, it will resonate to them. And there's going to be, I mean, half the audience is women. They're going to hear this and we're talking about men. I think that this relates to women, probably in some different ways and different nuances. And I'm not hitting that because we aren't women and we didn't invite a woman to speak on this with us right now, but you can take that for yourselves. And if you are involved with a male, this is in relation to them. Uh, I'm going to take it though, for the guys specifically who are hearing this, it does resonate. They do hear it. They're, you know, the light went on, they got a paradigm shift. They're going, gosh, it makes sense that that's not a luxury. This is a necessity. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better partner, business owner, employee, father, whatever. If I do this, okay, I got the idea. How do I do that? Mm. How do I do that? And let's hit the the hard one, which is, is sometimes with a, a spouse or significant other that may find this like, oh, you're just going to go off and have fun and play. So real quick, I want to say, what if, if you find yourself in that position, one of the best ways to hit it, take this concept and do it for your spouse. Honey, I know you will be a better wife and mother if you go away with your sister or go away with some girls and, and, and have fun or go on your own. Can we make that a priority that this is? I'm, I selfishly want you to go away and enjoy yourself. What does recreate look like to you, hon? Mm. I would say that too. have the mm. conversation because if you just go, cause my tendency would be to do for my wife, like I would do yeah. for me. Hey honey, I'm I got you a cabin in the woods. Force you. Yeah. I'm going to drive you out here and drop yeah. you off. Yeah. I got you a cabin <laughs> in the woods all by yourself for four this days. This is what I would love. I would, yeah, and she'd go, Oh, that uh, sounds like hell. Yeah. It's not her thing. Give her a girlfriend to go with or, or a group of women to do. She wants to be uh, in a social aspect. What this what a great discussion. Yeah. What is recre- recreating? And unfortunately, a lot of our, a lot of us, all of us don't know. Maybe that's step one. What does it recreate to yeah. you? Because what is recreate to me is not going to be for, I don't even know if our, if yours and mine aren't the, the activities aren't the same. You're going to, you went and skied. I'm not going to go. That's not recreate. It's not, it's hard uh, to, you know, the, the things maybe, but even the, yeah. Are you alone? Are you with other people? Uh, is it at an event? Is it a, you know, I don't know what, what does it, uh, for you, even the hobby type stuff. I do woodworking stuff. That's a, a joyful thing that I think would be just a chore for somebody else. Uh-huh. But in the way that I do it, but what does it look like? What yeah. we're back to what uh, another re recharges, what recharges, yeah. what recharges one, what recharges my wife dramatically different than what recharges me. I mean, yeah. you enjoy history. Yeah. You get recharged by reading or watching history. Yeah. I'm not joining you in that. Yeah. Don't, not my gig. Um, 
there's a place to start. And if this is an issue with your significant other, that would be a place to gift them with this to say, look, I'm, I heard these guys talking and it makes sense. Share it with them. Maybe share this with them. Say, what would recharging look? How can I support that? And no, and no bones about it. I'm hoping for some reciprocity. I want to do yeah. this too. You just said another reward, reciprocity. Another one is resonate what resonates with you. Yeah. And uh, you see why I landed on the reward thing, the, that concept uh, of this. And as people are thinking about this, there's going to be, well, you got to try some things and maybe say, ah, you know, that history conference that we went to wasn't all that for me. Maybe next time we're going to do this. And, and that's, this is now just the experience of life. Um, I, I, I want to be a woodworking guy, but then when a, a project actually comes around and I got to get this and get that, and I don't have the equipment and I got to go buy it. I'm just like, I, well, that's where I am a skiing. The, well, the, the effort that it would take me to get proficient to the point that I enjoy it to the level you do, right. I have not yet been willing to do. So, right. you, so you, you could, I get it. but there is some trying. I think that if you, well, you, you gotta maybe give you, yourself a shot, Well, but you may not need to. You know the stuff that you have fun. Well, by the time we're 50, I think a lot of people, well, heck, I don't want to speak for everybody. There's a lot of people out there that that maybe don't know because they've never actually engaged. I'm testifying that it is. I mean, I I think it testifies to the people that I have on the bookshelves behind me that I've had on the show. One of the reasons they're there is because they have figured this out and they invest in this recreation okay, of yep. themselves. Once in a while, though, I'll find somebody and, and, and folks, if they, if you've been listening for long, you've heard of, and somebody will say, gosh, I struggle in that area. Mm. That's a, that's a hard one for me, especially if they do enjoy their work, which is great. Mm-hmm. But even for them, I say, I think you will be even a You'll better, be a version. better worker. Yeah, yeah. Version. If you find something that you invest in and the people that I am flat out the most inspired by. No bones about it are ones that have a very rich life. I was going to say life of recreation, but a very rich recreate recreating. They recreate themselves. They inspire themselves. They fill themselves up. And I look at that now, man, it is, it is not a luxury to them. I think more, more of them would say, I am in the position. I have achieved the place that I am because of my investment investment no different than if, if money i i got uh, to this yeah. place because i i did save it's yeah i'm not saving now because i have so much i i got I, to that level because right. i say we're playing with the analogies but well and, and i think we're back into a while ago we were uh, there's a mystery here right like it's the mystery of economy and compound interest and and you you know jesus says it's better to give than receive well that's selfish if I give you a gift, I'm only doing that because it's going to make me feel better than if yeah. I actually get one from you. Well, then I'm going to refuse to let you give me something so that I could give you something. And it's like, well, that's... I just, selfishly would rather give you something and get the credit uh, for it than to have you give me something. <laughs> and if you do give me something, my first thought is, oh, heck, I'm going to give him something. I, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so... Okay, stop that. <laughs> right? Like it just... It, but the, the mystery on this other side of investment into self is not selfish care. It's self-care. And if we're going to love others as we love ourselves, so, so many of us are unaware of what self-love in a wise, valuable way, what that is, that that's why our world has a problem loving others. And yeah, I mean, that was another big part of Connor's message is just our lack of emotional intelligence. Mm. We're not even going to be able to get into that in in this show, but our lack of emotional intelligence. Sure, this is a root. This lack of recreation breeds not emotional intelligence, but most emotional unintelligence. I, it's taken us, it took us a while. I'm not going to say that we do it perfectly, but I think there's a long time in our relationship where we still didn't share the feel. It wasn't until some things got acute and you couldn't really, mm-hmm. you couldn't mm-hmm. hide them. Right. I couldn't hide. I, I was, I was enmeshed enough in your life that I can't hide the fact I'm, I'm right on the other side of the door and I'm freaking out. Right. I can't hide it. <laughs> so apparently I got to deal with this feelings, emotions, crap, because you're seeing it. You, I mean, I just can't, we're going to sit on the deck. I mean, we're going to do, we're going to do that now. We're going to finish this and we're going to go sit out on the deck and it would be stupid for me to try to hide if I am super down or panicked or whatever. And I shouldn't hide jubilation. I mean, it, it, no different, but that getting into the emotions and how can I do that? Well, if I am not aware of myself and allowing of myself, I, I, I don't, I did real quick though. I don't want to forget 
on what you were just saying, I wrote down Solomon. Because it's one that we hear. If anybody's been in church, if you know the Bible, you've heard this. I'm going to say you haven't heard it because I've heard it. I preach it and I'm still struggling to really hear it of Solomon. So if you go in Ecclesiastes and read, so this is, this is Solomon, the wisest in, in the biblically, the wisest man, the wealthiest man. This is the, who's the wealthiest person now? Gates or Zucker, <laughs> yeah. Musk or something like that. So he's that and he's the wisest person. Okay. So that's how he's depicted. And he goes through in Ecclesiastes saying, I tried everything. I tried nothing but work, nothing but being a tool. And then I tried nothing but pleasure. And I tried this and I tried that. He says, it was all vanity. It was all vanity. And he comes back over and over to the best thing. And he, he says it to man. So it's sexist. Sorry about that. But I'll say a human, the best thing is for a human to just enjoy their work and enjoy their day. That's the paraphrase, literally to enjoy that, which he said, he said, enjoy your work. He didn't say not to work. He said he did the pleasure and that didn't fulfill either. Just pleasure and just work. But, but both, but he said at the end of the day, that, that's what he learned after his long life of experiencing, let's say literally everything available to him at that time. He says to enjoy the work and enjoy their day. I, I, I just grapple with that continually of that's what he came to. I think we always will grapple with that because you, you are now honing in on, you know, the basic principles or the, the essence of life, which is, is never going to be totally figured out. Um, and, and then through Ecclesiastes, the, the phrase also under the sun versus beyond the sun, are you doing this in a human power or with a God power in mind? Right. And, uh, all of the, again, the, the complex ways of thinking through theology can, cause we started off saying that I'm so grateful. I do get to enjoy my work. And some other poor soul is over here saying, well, I hate my work. Mm -hmm. Does he just have to flip his mind around and choose to enjoy his hateful job? I, I, I don't know. We're going to grapple. And well, you, you, we said enjoy a bunch of times there. And, and I do, you know, looking at Connor's book, it brought me back to that in all, you know, we would say that in all give thanks and have gratitude. But I mean, but really if we, our job is to figure out how to have joy, I don't want to be your friend. If you don't have joy, I mean, I just don't, yeah. I, you know, people, we both, yeah, we, I, I know people who have no joy in their life. Right. I don't want to, and, and because they have no influence in my life. Yeah. They just really don't. I don't really trust them. I should be listening to myself. So it, if I want you to trust me, you should see some joy, some inspiration, some yeah. light in me. And if I have succumbed to just say, no, man, I'm just a mule. I just take care of things. And, and again, there's cycles in life. And sometimes God bless whoever's listening. If you're in a crappy place right now and you're doing whatever it takes to take care of people and it's hell. G got it. Got it. Yeah, Don't stay there. I hope you can get out of that. Please, right. please feel convicted that it's your job to get, to get out of that. Um, but overall that that is what we're, I don't think that again, we're not talking about a luxury. We're saying to, to have joy. What does that take? And I think back to you said, I like you, you said the spices, whatever spice that is for you, if it's pepper or cayenne or sugar or whatever, that if, if we don't have some of that, that's kind of back to where I started. If we don't have some, what, what are we doing for? Right. And what is my doctrine? Then I'm saying by proxy, I believe my, I have put my faith, my confidence in believing that my job is just to be a tool, which again, we can get into religious stuff. I think that there is some religious overtones of saying, yeah, that's what you do. And you're just waiting for some eternal goodness. At some point, the yeah, lights are going to go off. Yelled the loudest at the biggest tools of the Pharisees. The Pharisees yeah. who, yeah, just a life of penance and whatever, and you're waiting. And then, and then you're going to die. And then you get to go sit on a cloud and play a harp and sing songs for a thousand years. Gag. Yeah, yeah. Please give me a mountain to run. <laughs> give me some wine and, and, and I'd love a challenge in the, some of the, yeah. the joys adventure. of adventure coming over that. Yeah. Make me an angel that protects somebody. Do something. Can I do something? Yeah. Well, we're getting deep. There. <laughs> Man, this, that's what I wanted to Yeah. We didn't get too much into the uh, emotions. We're an hour in there, but that's, uh, I'm just going to take it. This is what we came to. I thought we'd start off here and go somewhere else, but this question of, 
I, I'm I my my takeaway is the re. What does re mean? What is the re? The re all, those re, all the re all words. The, I guess I don't know what the etymological. You know, how do we re say the word re? But the, the again, 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 again. To build again to create again to come back to again. The, and I, I there is a rhythm. Mm-hmm. There is a cycle. There is you never get to figure it out and then stay there. You still have to sleep and remember and and do the do the cycle. And that's where I think the emotion that I feel right now is a sense of contentment in the tension. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you. Friends, thank you for joining us on this journey to elevate our own experience and improve the way we show up for others. Our catalyst again for this talk on manhood is Connor Beaton, author of Men's Work, A Practical Guide to Face Your Darkness in Self-Sabotage and Find Freedom. That's the black book over my shoulder here if you're watching YouTube. He's also host of the podcast, Man Talks. You can find him on Instagram and probably other social media at Man Talks as well. Uh, Randy, Dr. Randy James, medical doctor, functional medicine expert, and my dear friend. Uh, you can find him at truelifemedicine.com. I literally just met somebody out in the parking lot of our offices here who's a listener from Arkansas, flew into Denver, drove down in a rental car just to see him and look for a new lease on life as she just turned 50 and she's got some things that are not uh, holding up like they used to. And so she came here to dig in, get to the root because she wants to be uh, spry and vital for as long as she possibly can. So if you want to check him out and do the same, truelifemedicine.com. And if you come, you can do like she did and uh, let me know. We'll grab a cup of coffee. If you appreciate this podcast and want to share it with others, please rate the show on Spotify. Uh, Leave us a rating and review on Apple would be a great gift. And you can subscribe on YouTube to watch the full episodes of any of these shows that we're posting. Uh, You can find me at kevinmiller.co or kevinmillerco on any of the social media. We're putting a lot of clips up these days. You can see little highlight reels of a lot of the shows that we're doing. See if you uh, want to dive into a full show or not. If you want to learn how to master your own inner drive, get my book, What Drives You. You can find it on Amazon, get it in any form that you want to. And until next time, friends, stay driven.